This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Hey, Ann, on this week's edition of This Bites, we have a lot to talk about this week. From everything from uh, Milwaukee-style pizza to uh, a Latin American restaurant, Antigua moving to a food truck rally in River West. But we're going to kick it off with Popsicle because it's summer. Why not talk about popsicles? Everybody loves popsicles. And if you don't, you're not human. Right. There's you're something not, wrong with you if you don't like popsicles. I don't like popsicles. But more importantly, we're going to talk about a Milwaukee company that does some amazing popsicles and their new location. You did a story about this particular company, Pete's Pops. Yeah. So Pete Pete Cooney is a accountant. He's an accountant by day and a pop maker by night. It's an interesting duality. Mm. He's a pop star. He's a pop star. There you go. So he started his business in 2014, and it's been a mobile business. You know, he's got these Mm. these carts. He takes them to the Tosa Farmer's Market and all these different events. It was that. I think it was at Eau Claire Festival again. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't there, but um, I'm sure you were because you're so No, I didn't go this year. I'm kind of glad I didn't, but that's neither here nor there. Go ahead. So he's been in uh, the throes of building this new location uh, on um, around 38th and Vliet. This is going to be his commercial kitchen, and it's also a space where people are going to be able to come and buy a popsicle and maybe head over to nearby, you know, Washington Park mm-hmm. and hang out on a beautiful summer mm-hmm. day. Doesn't that sound perfect? Yeah. Um, you can also just kind of see the opera, how popsicles are being made. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? So yeah. it's like one of those types of kitchens. It's kind of Kind of a cool interact. Mm-hmm. Well, not interactive, but you could see yeah. what's happening. But I had a chance to talk to him uh, recently when I was doing this story that's in our uh, um, in our July issue. Um, and what's really interesting, I don't know if you knew this, but back in 2016, he won this small business competition, um, and that enabled him to to get some seed money to put this this new location together. Okay. And um, I think just slowly, pizza's been growing. You know, more mm-hmm. people have have discovered it. And, you know, from the very first time I had his uh, avocado popsicle, mm-hmm. I knew this guy was on to something. <laughs> this was perfect. It wasn't just your grape popsicle yeah, that grape I grew up orange eating. or cherry. Yeah. Which, is, I mean, those can be really refreshing, mm-hmm. too. But it, it's nice to find some other um, flavors. And he's been really inspired by um, seasonal fruits that are. He has a, um, a sweet potato or a yam popsicle, too. Does he? Okay. Yeah. Well, he also will add certain spices and herbs to it that add a little kick to it, something mm-hmm. different. He told me his, his, his bestseller, or one of his bestsellers is salted watermelon. Oh, that's my favorite. But another one that's really, really big is coffee and donuts. Which is fascinating. I got to find that one. Like, I haven't had it. Like chunks of donuts inside the popsicle? I sure hope so. I sure hope so. I don't know. So he uh, has a he he hired his friend Edson, who's who's going to be running this location day to day, and he's now um, he's got six carts now, and so he's out all over the city. Um, I know a friend of mine recently. So he pops was, up everywhere. Pops up, every- yes, yes, yes. It's a pop, pop, pop up. <laughs> uh, was just biking on the Oakleaf Trail and 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 saw one of the carts out. So he was co- going home from work and was able to get a popsicle. So. Um, but what's really great about this location on 38th and Vliet is it's, it's, it's about sending out a positive message. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, that's not a neighborhood that, you know, most people talk about they opening a business. Yeah. They want to go to Bayview. They want to go to Walker's Point. Point. They want to go to the East side, whatever, Tosa. But this is about sort of bridging that gap, mm-hmm. you know, between the West and the East sides and, 
and and be a catalyst for other businesses. I think to um, decide, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make a commitment to um, revitalizing or bringing some positive energy to mm-hmm. a neighborhood because what what's more positive than popsicles? Yeah, positive pops. They're popular. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so um, as we're talking about it right now, that that location is not quite open, but. Um, we're going to see it this summer. So Did they, uh, give you any uh, clues to any other flavors, new flavors. I don't know, but you can, you know, you can go to his, I mean, if you're talking about things in the works, mm-hmm. I mean, he definitely is always playing around with new flavors, mm-hmm. especially now that it's summer and the fruit, you know, fruits yeah. are coming out. But if you go to his website, um, you can actually see a list of all the okay. flavors that he does. And, um, when they have the cart out, the carts out, there usually are at least six to maybe eight flavors available. And if you go to Tosa Farmer's Market, Mm -hmm. you'll see that as well. Um, And I know they sell out fast, especially the hotter it is. So you want to get there early and get get something. I had a business idea. I'll take a 10% cut of this idea (laughs) that Pete's Pop should partner with Foundation Tiki Bar to make a limited run of Mm tiki-inspired pops. Yeah. And I'll just take 10% of the cut. Just 10. 10%. Yeah, just 10. So, because it's just the idea of bringing two Milwaukee business to collaborate on a product. I always wanted to do that. I think that's really cool. It is a good idea. It is a good idea. Yeah. You know, two brands are really cool and uh, in their own right to come together to create something unique mm-hmm. for Milwaukee. I think that'd be brilliant. So, if you're hearing out there, Pete's or uh, Don at Foundation, think about it. And uh, you can make up the check to uh, Tariq. And Tariq can hook you two up. Yeah. Get, I mean, if you haven't met, the two of you haven't met, Tariq yeah. can make that happen. So I think it'd be kind of cool. Tiki Pops. A Tiki Pop series. So think about um, that. I think you should trademark that term. It's probably, probably already has been. No, I, I, I Googled Tiki Pops. There's no Tiki Pops out there. Then you need to trademark Yeah. That, so 10%, keep that in mind. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 Pride. Now we're back and we're going to talk it into pizza. What goes well with popsicles and pizza? That's a bad segue. <laughs> bad segue. I'm sorry, but I couldn't think of anything else. But uh, a little slice of life here oh, that you he wrote a story about yeah. Milwaukee style pizza. You know, there's different types of style pizza. New York has their own. California, Chicago's deep dish, which some people don't even call pizza. Well, you know, you know, Chicago. They always want to overdo stuff. But Milwaukee style. We've talked about Milwaukee style, but you wrote a feature where to get some of the best Milwaukee style pizza mm-hmm. before you did uh, get the upper s- crust of pizzas. Right? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, before you uh, share some uh, locations for those who are unfamiliar or just moved to Milwaukee, what is a Milwaukee style pizza? It starts with a crust. It's really thin. It's, it's crackery. Cracker thin. It's cracker thin. So mm. it has that texture too. Mm. So it's not going to be a chewy crust. It's going to be, it, but it's, it's also going to be very strong. So in other words, you can go to Zafiro's and get the works on a pizza and pick up a slice of that pizza and it does not droop. Mm. So it has this incredible ability to hold toppings, mm. except it feels really light and it, mm. it, it tends to be a very light pizza. Mm. Um, but you see sort of variations in thickness. I would say Zafiro's is, is the thinnest that mm. I know of um, with that saltine type yeah. crust. Also, um, square cut. So those pizza slice, they're not slices mm. like triangles. 
it, it's, a, it's sort of a Milwaukee thing yeah. to cut into square. Do you know the history why square by chance? Is it just to share more with people, or is it is there a story behind it? You know? I don't know the story. So we have to talk to John Gerda. I think we'd have to talk to John Gerda. Yeah, I don't know the story off the top of my head. I'm sure there's something very um, practical about it, mm-hmm. but I I don't I don't know exactly what that is. Um, and you know what? I just like it. Mm. So I'm, I'm not even sure I need to know. No, I do need to know. I do, I do need to know. But so anyway, I, I did kind of a roundup um, in, a, in a feature called um, Eat Like a Wisconsinite, which ran earlier this year in the magazine. And I had a, a roundup of Milwaukee-style pizza places that you really need to go to if you haven't mm. been to them. One of them, of course, is Zafiro's. Um, Maria's Pizza, I always mention this place, especially if you've got People coming to town and they want a really mm-hmm. unusual Milwaukee experience. Maria's is gonna is really? gonna offer that. It's over on 50th and Forest Home. You should go. I've never been. The old neon sign, Tariq. You, it's just they have the red and white checkerboard. Yes, on the 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 tablecloths are the red and white checkerboard. It's um, the walls are paneled. They have like either some kind of holiday lights up all the time or holiday decorations. Mm. There's also those, um, you know, a lot of religious, like, um, uh, kind of, uh, I, I, I don't know that it's, it's, that it's quite the right term to use memorabilia as okay. the term, but you know what I mean? Like, like the Virgin Mary, Mary okay. Jesus, all mm. this imagery that's religious in there, but it is, it, the pizza is, I, I, I always describe it as like the shape of an amoeba because it comes out on so it's these not really big pizza pans. Oh no 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 no! And it's it's really not even oval. It's like it's sort of a a you know like a mass of ovality. I mean, mm. it's somewhat oval, but it's like yeah, mis- I know what you mean. Yeah. And it kind of like hangs over the pizza pan, but the crust is great. Now this is a, a place where it is crispy, but it's also chewy. Okay. And then you know you just have this great sauce and a really nicely spiced sausage. And it's it's just a terrific pizza. Things to note about this place: it's cash only, so okay. you got to come prepared. And they don't have a liquor license, so, so it's, just it's soda. soda. Yeah, but you know, it, it is absolutely worth that the trade off. A lot of people out? come and get. Oh yeah, people yeah, okay. get carryouts all the time. They don't deliver, but they get carryouts. And this is a place that dates to like fifty seven, nineteen fifty seven. So that's one of them. The Caradero Club. People often uh, for, kind of forget about that. That space because it's over on 50th and Valite. It's it's got a very long cracker crust history, very very long. Um, it's not it's not currently run by the founders of that business, but um, it, it they still adhere to tradition the way okay. they make that that um, that pie. Again, the, the thin crust pie, square cut, just you know the perfect amount of cheese, sausage, onion, whatever you want to put mm. on it. Um, Zafiro's, of course, I mentioned already. That's one you got to go to. Balustraries, okay. Balustraries in Wauwatosa, 68th Street. I've been there. It, yeah, and if you try to go there on a Saturday night, good luck. It is <laughs> so busy. Um, another one. They they um they have an excellent pepperoni pizza there. Um, and then if you're downtown and you're looking for some kind of pizza like this, that's really kind of traditional Calderon Club, um, which actually has has another pizzeria next door that is. Uh, like wood-fired Neapolitan-style pizza. Mm. It's the same um, owners that have that business, but Calderon has that really traditional. They started out over on Bartlett Avenue mm. um, on the east side. Don't have that location anymore, but there's that that location. It's right by um, the Hilton. Okay. Not the Hilton. Not the Hilton. The Hyatt. The Hyatt. 
Yeah, it's on like Third and. Oh, I've seen it. I've never been there either. Yeah, it's on Third Street, mm. and um, you should, you should you should take me out. Like, should take you out more. My, birthday, my birthday's right. I there. have heard your birthday's right around the yeah. corner. So that's cool. That's a great selection of uh, places to get Milwaukee style pizza. Next up, we're going to talk about Bastille Days, one mm-hmm. of the annual, one of the most popular festivals in Milwaukee is happening this weekend. Mm-hmm. And you have a list of uh, vendors that will be a there. List of vendors. I'm going to get escargot on a stick this no, year. No, I, I didn't see that oh. on the menu here. Also, uh, interesting that, um, so the streetcar is not running yet. No. But I heard that the actual grounds of this this downtown street festival are a little different this year because of the tracks. Because of the, pla- there's a platform. Because there's a platform. Yeah. Exactly. So um, make a note of that if you're going. Um, but, you know... As a lot of festivals go, Tariq, you know that you're going to be able to get Saz's mozzarella marinara <laughs> and deep fried cheese curds. Yeah. Okay. So it's not all French food. There's a little bit of French food here, but you know that but there's a lot of other stuff. But you said back in the day when it first started, it was very French. It was a little, yeah, it was, it was French. very Frenchy. It was more Frenchy. It was more Frenchy. Well, at least they have French's mustard there, right? <laughs> I'm sure they have French's mustard somewhere. Um Okay, so if you're thinking beignets, which is a little more of a New Orleans kind of Don't Cajun have, Creole, no. that French tradition, there's there's a, definitely going to be a beignet stand that's going to be doing croissant, jambon, et fromage. Do you know what that means? Cheese and croissants and ham? Yeah. I didn't think you would know what I meant. Okay, well, Come yeah. On. And they're going to have chicory, I'm which Tariq. I know is a, is a... Yeah, you're Tariq. I'm Tariq. Yeah. That's uh, that's all you need to say. I'm Tariq. Mm. Yeah. Okay. We, now we get it. Okay. So there's going to be beignets. Larev is going to be over there doing, you know, and I, I really like Larev. That's out in Tosa. They're going to be doing warm brie and honey. They're going to be doing uh, yellow tomato gazpacho, san, uh, different sandwiches, macaron ice cream sandwiches. You know what little macaron cookies? With ice cream in it. Yeah. Oh. They're going to have baguettes and chocolate croissant. Um, Bartolotta's Lake Park Bistro, they're going to be, be doing the Croque Monsieur, which is a uh, toasted like cheese toast, sandwich sweet, sweet, and ham. Like it's a toasted sugar, ham and cheese. Like powdered sugar on the bread and that kind of thing, right? No, there's no powdered sugar on that. It's more of a, it's a savory sandwich. You're thinking of a different sandwich. I know but what you're thinking. It has ham, but it's like, the bread is kind of like sweet, but it's still like savory ingredients. That's not what this is, Tariq. That's not a Croque Monsieur. You sure? Yeah. Look it up. Look it up. I'm, I'm going to be talking. You can look it up. We will We will put, you know, we will make sure that Anne is correct because I'm right. No. Um, they're going to be doing a French hot dog. A French hot dog, yes. French is mustard. A kosher, a kosher dog inside a baguette with, with French is, no. I don't know if the French is, I think they're going to have great, great Poupon. Um, North Shore Boulangerie is going to have quiche Lorraine, saucisson sec, that's a uh, salami sandwich. Uh, they're going to be doing cream puffs and eclairs. Um, the press waffle stand, of course, they're going to be doing their place. Belgian style waffles. That's close enough. And guess what? And then France in the World Cup, by the way. Perfect. Finals. Perfect timing. Uh, the Crumb and Crepe Cafe, they're going to have all kinds of crepes, different sweet ones. And um, well, actually, it looks like mostly just sweet crepes, so dessert crepes. Um, Lagnap Brasserie, which is a restaurant. Um, that is out in Brookfield. They're going to be doing creme brulee, Provencal tomato sandwiches. They're doing escargot, Tariq, but on not stick. on a stick. 
Not on a stick. stick. Come on, it's Milwaukee. You got to do escargot. Now they're doing their escargot um, that's going to be served uh, with um, a house-made sourdough baguette Mm. and free-range lamb sandwiches. Mm, That sounds tasty. So there's quite a range of food. Cool. Available at and it's happening Day. this weekend. Yeah, it's annual this Bastille. Yeah, it's happening right Day. now. Right now. I know you ran that race last night. Oh yeah, in my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next up is uh, a restaurant is moving. Uh, Antigua. And yes, a lot of people know Antigua. this restaurant. Very good uh, Latin inspired food. Mm-hmm. What's the deal with them? The deal is that uh, the last day um, in their current location, which is on Burnham Street, like 59th and Burnham. Um, is uh, around the 21st of this month, July 21st. And then at the end of the month, July 30th, they're going to be opening, reopening at 6207 West National Avenue in West Dallas. Um, and, you know, they have a really great menu. I don't know if you've ever been in there. No. No. Okay, so Latin-inspired really kind of gets at what they do here because you can get everything from a Cuban sandwich to um, uh, Spanish empanadas to they do a cream of corn soup, which is an elote, elote, elote soup. Sure. Okay. Um, but their specialties um, are things like a Cuban quesadilla. Hmm. Um, they do all kinds of so quesadillas. So it's a Cuban actually. quesadilla, is like a Cuban sandwich, but in a quesadilla yes, form. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. They do um, a mole poblano. I love mole. They do a tequila crumb chicken. They do ropa vieja. So they're doing all these different mm-hmm. um, renditions of dishes. Um, inspired by Latin America, uh, so I don't know. I think it's a f- it's a fun little place. They uh, the new location probably will give them a little more visibility well, too. Over on National, again? the new location is at sixty second and National. Okay. And uh, we got a couple more things uh, for this week's despites, including a a food truck rally in my neighborhood of River West. But uh, you shared some information with Visit Milwaukee's putting out a type of map that mm-hmm. I think people might dig. Well, if you're a beer lover, you will definitely love mm-hmm. this map. It is um, uh, an, a, a map that you can either order from them or you can download it from their website. Um, but it includes a map to 62 breweries, beer gardens, beer touring companies, and beer history sites. Wow. So if you're a you know if you're a, a lover of beer, this is going to be a really handy map for you to like carry with mm-hmm. you if you want to get to visit any of these sites. Um, Obviously, just in the last couple of years, our craft brewery locations have is exploded. Just, yeah, have exploded. I remember when I first moved here, there were no beer fest beer festivals when I moved here. Is that right? Like, wow, do you remember that? Like eleven years ago, there was like n- none really. Well, I I don't remember there really being beer dinners then. Yeah, either. And all of a sudden, there are beer dinners, festivals left yeah. and right, and right pairings and. But it, to my knowledge, this is the first time anyone's done a a map. With all of these locations mm. on it. So I think it's a great idea. Um, and it it definitely kind of helps it put put the, yeah. all of this in perspective to how much um, the city Milwaukee. has grown. Yeah, this is just Milwaukee. Um, but you can go to the visitmilwaukee.org website slash Bruce City and you can that's where you can, you can order the map. The map. Or um, download it. Or you can download, mm. yeah, you can get an online version of it. So... They should uh, make a little app up with it, with sort of like a passport where you can check off where place you've been to. That would be really fun. Yeah. Or like a bingo. You yeah. know, like you, you know, you could play bingo interactively with other people. Exactly. And, Visit Milwaukee, Ann and I, 10%. Yeah, we have some great ideas here. 10%. If you do this, I'm going to go up to 20. 20%? Yeah, and, 20%. And if, and if we see this app and we don't 20%, we're getting our lawyers. Mm-hmm. We're lowering up. I have a really good one. So. A really good lawyer. 
Anyway, the beer map. Finally, uh, food trucks. We talked a lot about food trucks. We talked about a food truck uh, event that happened in uh, Kohler. In Kohler, yeah. This week, uh, actually tonight, is a food truck event in River West. Uh, it's a River West food truck rally, and it's uh, going to be held at this place called the Goat's Palace, which I had never heard of until I heard about this food truck rally. Okay, so is the Goat Palace a bar? I don't. It's a venue. And it's, I think it's a Flux Design or the, oh, those guys, maybe, okay. on River West. Uh, and it's a uh, host. Fratney. In the, yeah. It's uh, 3740 North Fratney. The uh, food truck rally goes from 530 to 9 p.m. There's four breweries and eight food trucks. And the uh, host brewery is Gathering Place Brewery. Uh, also, the food trucks go to other breweries are going to be there. Black Husky, which is on the River West. Company Brewing. Lakefront Brewing. So it's kind of an old River West because we know River West is the best neighborhood. Sorry, baby. You think you're that great, but you're not. Incidentally, I think Black Husky has a really cool outdoor patio. Oh, that's nice. I wish they open stay open later. Their hours are pretty mm, okay. limited, but it is a nice patio. But uh, the food truck options are uh, Chilwaukee, another popsicle company, mm-hmm. which is based in River West. Uh, they have a little bike you've seen yeah. around. Donner MKE. I never heard of this food truck. It's German. Street food? Have it's, you heard of them? It's new. I it's think it's new. new. Yeah. La Massa, which is on the east side, they're going to be there. They have a mobile out, out, outfit as mobile well. Mobile empanadas. Mobile empanadas. Lumpia City, we've talked about them in the past. They're selling their uh, f- traditional Filipino rolls, which non-traditional fillings. Of course, meat on the street, also another Filipino truck, serving Filipino grilled meats, bowls and rolls. Wicked Urban Grill. Which I never heard of with charcoal grill and other fare and uh, yellow belly specializing in rotisserie chicken sandwiches. Again, this is happening in River West at the Goat Palace. That is a cool name, I have to say. 3740 North Fratney from 530 to 9 p.m. this evening. Mm-hmm. So representing River West, best neighborhood in Milwaukee. You can't even argue with that, can you? Um, I'm not going to try. Yeah, of course not. You know, you know better. That concludes this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is produced by Tyrone Miller. Head and crafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and, of course, your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, on iTunes, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And as always, in, stay hungry. Keep the Malort cold. T-shirts are coming soon. Keep it icy, icy, icy cold. And onesies. Baby onesies are also coming. Baby onesies. I think this bites baby onesies? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm 100% behind that. A little Malort in a... Okay. Baby bottle. That's that's our next project. The, baby sucking baby right ones. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, y'all y'all have fun. You have fun. Thank you, Tariq. You too. Take care. Take care. Take care.